Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How the fuck's it going? I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Hope everything is peachy fucking keen. Yeah, I'm over this weather, guys. Um, it's really... <coughs> it's a lot. Uh, first we had like a lot of cold as fuck days and we had a lot of snow and then a lot of ice and now we've got a lot of rain i'm i love a good rainy gloomy day i really do i love it it just there's something about it that puts me in touch with nature and it just feels amazing but this wetness everywhere is driving me insane i keep telling myself it's really good for the ground it's great for the flowers you know for for all the wonderful things from Mother Nature, and I'm trying to be positive about it, and you know, we're, we're getting through it, but I need a sunshine day. But, you know, it is what it is. These days, though, they really do make me want to just curl up with a good book on the couch and a blankie and just relax, and I've got too much shit to do to do that, so yeah, um, it's not really working out that well, but we'll get there, we'll get there, so. This is just a little check-in. How's everybody doing with their um, New Year's resolutions or manifestations or whatever it is you choose to do or call them? You know, uh, usually by this point, about 90% of people have dropped at least one, if not all, of their resolutions and manifestations because life happens and we get behind, we get distracted, we get, you know, things happen. Life just fucking happens and we give up the difference is we have the ability to jump back in to pick it back up and to dive in as if we never left off i know it's not always um easy i know it sometimes makes us feel some kind of way as if we're not doing things to the best of our ability because we had to um restart or whatever but don't let that be a thing. Don't let that get to you. Don't let it bother you. If you are serious about making changes and you have fell off course a little bit, jump back in. Uh, just dive back in or start fresh or don't. Um, honestly, it, it's up to you to do what makes you happy. And if change of course is what makes you happy, fucking do it. I support you 100%. If diving back in makes you happy, let's go. I, I'm down. I have done really well with mine, um, and for the most part, I don't really do resolutions, I really consider it more manifestations for myself, but, yeah, uh, I'm getting there. Um, one of my biggest ones that I am working on this year is manifesting a kinder voice to myself when it comes to my body image, because that is one that, uh, I have struggled with for many years. Back to childhood, uh, my family is not quiet with what they think about people, so I was called fat um, my entire life from a very young age and pointed out that I was heavier than um, other girls my age. and uh, It gave me real self-confidence and, and body issues. Um, I went through a uh, eating disorder phase for a while, uh, lost a lot of weight. Um, just a lot of things, a lot of things, but one of my big things is being nicer to myself and 
that's the one I struggle with the most, honestly. But we're going to get there, and it's going to be great. So, you know, here's to uh, fresh starts and new beginnings. So, the, um, excuse me, <coughs> you guys may have noticed that this whole month of January has all been focused on self-care, um, new beginnings, fresh starts, all these wonderful things that are associated with witchcraft, but also associated with our everyday lives. And that was done for a reason. I really wanted to push the fact that we need to start the year off on a strong foot um, and kind of set the vibe for the year. I think it's really important that we have a plan for the year. It's going to be an amazingly kick-ass year, especially for witches. Uh, So many people are stepping out of the broom closet more and more every single fucking day and I think that if we continue to carry on the way that we're going and the vibe that we have set for this year I think we're going to be unstoppable and we're just going to keep growing so we're going to wrap up um this series here this will be um the end of the my gosh I can't speak today the spell work for um for self-growth that we started last week but I think it's really important because it's really, like I said, setting the vibe for the whole year. And if we start getting these practices in tune with our body, our mind, and our soul early, they will literally just become habits that we carry on with us throughout the year. So I think it's really awesome to see everybody growing and to look back at where we are and where we've come from and how much we have fucking changed just in this last year alone. So... We are going to start this section with spells related to connection and love. One of the first ones um, that I'm going to talk about is actually more of a spell tailored for new friendships, but it works really great to kind of help you connect with people who are like-minded. And since a lot of people are starting to come out of the broom closet and sometimes we just want to find people who are like us and sometimes that's hard because you know um life and (laughs) things are just fucking crazy so this spell is a really good one for calling in those people it's kind of like um i look at it as like a bat signal for witches like a, a broom signal and it's kind of like it it's a way to emit energy out so that when you are in contact with other witches, they will sense your vibe, sense your energy, and know that you are a witch and you guys have that in common and it kind of helps to break that ice, if you will. So this is for, um, like I said, new friendships, but it's also really good for just kind of trying to get the kind of people that you want in your life. Um, it, it's best done during the waxing moon, but honestly, you can literally do it anytime that you want to do it whatever feels right to you, do it. So you only need a few things. Um, you, uh, you need, sorry, my phone just went really fucking weird for a second and I tried to stop it before it got real loud. Uh, you'll just need one crystal and you can do any crystal you want. The ones that are suggested, um, <laughs> that, that I have used in the past. Um, any kind of quartz, rose quartz, clear quartz, um, lapis lazuli, Carlene, uh, literally anything, Tiger's Eye, I've used that. Honestly, anything that you feel drawn to is what you want to use. 
you'll need um, a candle. It can be a tea light, uh, a spell candle. It can literally be any kind. Of, it could be a fucking candle from the store that's a fucking apple cinnamon or whatever. It does not matter. Whatever candle you want to use. And I use lavender essential oil. You can use whatever fucking oil you want. Again, go with your gut. It's your spell, your work, your ritual, your path. Do what you feel called for, called to. And it's very simple. You're just going to anoint the candle with the oil. And I like to um, put a little oil on the stone as well. That's just me. You do what you want. Um, it depends on where I'm going to carry it, though, because I don't want a lot of that oil in my bra because sometimes it kind of leaves a like a weird feely, feely, a weird feeling on my bra and then it's there all day. Um, it's completely up to you. If you want to put it on the crystal or not, you don't have to. But you're going to place a stone in your dominant hand with your palm up, and then you're going to put your non-dominant hand over it, kind of like make a little cage for the for the crystal in your hand. And then you're going to like just kind of clasp your hands together with this little dome that you made. You're going to close your eyes, and you're just going to visual, visualize yourself surrounded by positive people who are just like you. For instance, I'll close my eyes, and I will envision myself surrounded by a bunch of witches and we are you know just doing something fun and what's funny is a lot of times when I do it and I visualize I envision us like in a field like in a it's like the fall and there's leaves everywhere and we're like all playing and frolicking in a field like oh I know I'm weird but that's what I see in my head so yeah welcome to my world let's close your eyes and envision what you want you're you're manifesting what it is that you want out of this so once you've really captured this feeling and you feel like you have got what you want and you've you've seen it you've set that vision for yourself you're going to open your eyes and you're going to place the stone um, the crystal whatever that you choose and put it in front of the candle and then light the candle and as you light it and it burns you're going to say these words friendships new and true let our kindred souls unite it's very simple it's very easy um, you can clearly change the words to whatever you want this is just a very quick easy incantation that i like to use something calm easy fun but you could change it again to whatever you want um, and then carry the stone with you when you leave the house especially if you are on your way to a place where you might meet new friends like a social event or something um I carry them in my bra when I do it. I, look, guys, my bra is like a fucking purse. It, I can carry all kinds of shit in here. It works great. I have no less than four crystals in my bra at any given time. Uh, it's um, it's very handy. It's very nice. And things are uh, nice because <laughs> a lot of our clothes don't have fucking pockets, okay? So, yeah, it, it works great for me. The next one is more of a... It's not necessarily a spell. I guess it, you could call it more of a ritual. It's just a way to get out any stagnant energy in your home, especially if you are trying to um, boost up some love. It can be romantic love. It can be self-love. It can be friendship love. It can be platonic love. It can be family love. It could be any kind of love. Um, sometimes it's just nice to have love in the air, whether it be of any kind at all. I know that when I am... You know, feeling happy and lovey. I'm that love shares in all directions, in all things, family, romance, friendships, all different ways. And it's nice to have something that kind of 
works for all those so you don't have to direct it at one specific thing it just basically fills your house with love or your area or your space or whatever so it's real simple do what you want but this is how i do it i have a sage um bundle that i use just for this and sometimes i'll just do like loose sage and burn it um, if I just want like one little area, I'll just put like in the family room and let it burn for a little bit. But a lot of times I will do it while I'll go around the house and kind of spread that throughout the entire house. But I take that sage bundle and then I take some dried rose petals that I have pulled from my garden. You can buy rose petals, it's completely fine. I just have um, several different rose bushes around my around my house that I planted. And I always go out and get the petals when they when they fall and save them. It's just something I've always done, and I have so fucking many of them, which is what started this whole thing to begin with. Um, so I take those and I tie them with um, like a light twine, because I don't want it to be something so overpowering. Like, I guess it wouldn't really be twine; it's kind of like a string. So I don't want to burn and make that the overwhelming scent of it instead. So, and you can even buy bundles of sage that already have rose petals around them too. So. Whatever you want to do, you can throw anything you want on it. It doesn't have to be a rose petal, but that's just what I do because that's what I associate with love. So, I will, like I said, tie some rose petals around my sage bundle or put in a bowl loose if I just want to burn it that way. I always add a few drops of um, rosemary oil. I don't know. I just, it's my choice. Again, you can do what you want. Um, it is completely up to you. I just, I love the smell of rosemary mixed with rose petals mixed with sage. It's just something that I, my brain associates with love and happiness and utopia. And so I'll go through my home and I will do like I'm saging my home, but I do it with this bundle that I've created. And I just kind of walk around doing it until I feel like I've literally enclosed my entire home in love. And I like to look at the smoke and picture it as like a red or a pinkish color smoke. And I, I visualize it filling my, literally filling the home with this smoky love potion in a way. And it works. And I could tell, you know, my kids would come home and they would just be happier when they walked in. You could just see that they were happy and they were nicer to each other and, and you know, whatever was happening all around the home you could just feel that love in the air in every way shape or form that love can be so that's just another one um this is something i try to do quite often just because i like to keep that feeling in my home and you could tell when it's starting to wear off because you don't feel that as, as often anymore you don't feel that um what, what i want to call it, that potion in the air per se it, it does start to fade so I like to keep that going and I will save that sage bundle just for that purpose only um, you don't have to you can take off the rose petals and you know use them again later it's completely up to you I know some people have to reuse their items because they don't have um, the ability to go out and get several especially if you're in the broom closet something you can't do um, if you're not in an area where you have these things available to you it's going to be hard to do but I like to designate just one bundle with rose petals just for that reason and it usually works out really amazingly for me whether we like it or not there are energies around us everywhere um some show themselves make themselves known and others just a hidden in the background we we're never going to get away from this because unfortunately there are just souls and energy all over 
but it doesn't have to be bad. We can invite some benevolent spirits into our home so that we know that we're going to be surrounded by nice, loving entities and not negative, horrible entities. And one way that you can encourage more benevolent ones to come in that are going to be sweeter and nicer or just to have around or to stay instead of the bad or darker, horrible ones um, is adding some nice smells to your home. And I know this may sound fucking crazy, but it really can make a difference. So um, sweet smelling flower bouquets can really help draw that in, especially in the spring and summer when your windows are open and the smells going through. But we don't always have the option because right now it's cold as fuck and it's winter here in this part of the world. So it's it's fucking freezing and you can't really have that open. But there's a few things you can still do. Um, you can take some different oils that you feel have a sweet smell to them, um, like sweetgrass, palo santo, um, lemongrass, uh, jasmine, anything that you feel has like a very sweet smell. Uh, sweet and calling type of aroma again we're all we all have a different perception of how things smell so go with what you feel is sweet and calling and wipe down the inside of your window seals all all the way around your door entries um anything like that you can wipe around it and it will kind of call in a sweeter entity a more benevolent one that's not going to harass you terrorize you or whatever because again we're not going to be able to escape entities. They're everywhere. They're going to find us. They're going to come around. The world is a really small place, honestly, for all the entities that there are. So these energies are going to come in. So we want to attract the nicer, sweeter ones. And that is just a trick I've been doing for years. Um, it really worked pretty well. Like I said, most of the evil that we had here is gone. Uh, the only really... I don't want to say bad, but not super nice energy that we have left is the one that we call Jack. Um, he thinks he's a trickster. He thinks he's, you know, funny. He thinks he's got jokes and uh, he likes to do some dumb shit, but it's not like he's mean or horrible or ever trying to hurt us. He's just, you know, very playful and jokey and, and kind of sucks, but you know, all you can do is laugh at us sometimes, I guess. Another really important one for connection and love, our last one here, is going to be a self-confidence charm or a self-love charm. Um, you really have your your pick there of what you want to do. You can, you can fucking do both because they kind of tie in together. Um, but you're going to pick any item that you want to use as your charm. It can literally be uh, something that is hidden that you keep in your pocket or in your bra or it could be a piece of jewelry that you wear um, and no one's going to know what it is but you so pick something that's not going to be awkward for you to have to keep with you something that's going to be easy for you to keep on you and carry with you and something that's also going to be easy for you to re redo when it starts to fade um, because with anything things do tend to fade over time and you have to like re-cleanse or you know recharge or whatever so you're going to take whatever object, um, for this instance, we'll say a necklace. So I have a, um, a crystal necklace that is uh, rainbow colored, like it's the chakras. Um, it's one of my favorites. I wear this thing every fucking day. 
literally every day if I'm anywhere this necklace is on me. So say I want to use it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do a smoke cleanse with it. Um, you're going to do a lot of positive thinking while you are creating this. The next parts are really going to be about you personally. This is going to take your own personal choices into this. So you want to pick oils that make you happy, oils that make you have confidence, things that make you feel really just at the top of your game. So for me, you guys probably know, I'm going to choose lavender. It's just, it is my go-to. Um, has been forever, literally since I was a child. It's lavender. It's like my go-to on everything for smell. So I will coat it in lavender, like not coat it, but anoint it in lavender oil. I'll light a candle just for kind of like the mood, the atmosphere, and sit in a, a dim lit area with the candle and then with my crystal necklace anointed and just close my eyes and envision as I'm holding it all the wonderful things about myself, the really wonderful qualities about myself, the things I do love about myself, things that other people love about me and just really boost your fucking ego like give yourself the biggest fucking ego trip you've ever had and then once you've hit that spot where you feel really fucking great about yourself you're going to take the crystal the necklace whatever it is that you choose and you're going to swirl it around in the smoke from the candle and you're going to seal all of that in all of that wonderful amazing things that we said about ourselves we're going to seal it in with the smoke and kind of tighten it all together and then we're going to snuff out the crust the smoke or the candle um you can blow it out if you want on this one i just choose to snuff it out it's just me personally um it just again it just really depends on who you are what you're doing um, but that's one time i definitely choose to snuff that motherfucker out instead of blow and then you're going to carry that on you um, you could say words with it. You can do an incantation, incantation but it needs to be personal. Um, it doesn't need to rhyme. It doesn't need to be long. It needs to be something about yourself, something that makes you feel great, like an affirmation of yourself is what you want. It's something that's really going to seal it for you um, and really boost your own confidence. I wish I could give you some examples, but honestly, this has to come from your heart, from your soul, and has to be something that you really feel a connection with. So, um, I, I would say keep it short and simple, um, if you're struggling, but once you do it more often to kind of, you know, recharge that, that charm, you're going to start noticing that it becomes easier and easier as you go on, and you're going to have more and more amazing things to say about yourself as you go which is wonderful because we're growing so much and it's really important that we do start having that um those talks and that feel and that um that boost in ourselves because we are amazing people we just need to to see it for ourselves sometimes let's talk about money show me the money i think that's from a movie i've never seen but i've heard it many times where the fuck did my coffee just disappear to? What the fuck? Hold up. Alright, I'm back. Not sure what the fuck happened, but my coffee um, went from my altar to my room. Could have been a ghost. Could have been my ADHD, forgetting that I took it in there for some reason. But I just remember taking a drink, so I don't fucking know. 
anyway, money, 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 money. That is the spell that I get asked for so many fucking times. Literally, I can open my fucking messages and every time it's a fucking message request from, hi, do you have a money spell? Hi, I just saw your video. I just saw your witch. Or hi, I just found a page. Do you have a money spell? <sighs> yes, I do. But, like, come on, guys. I know we all need money. Everybody wants money. Everybody needs money. We don't need money to live, but unfortunately, we do need it to survive. It sucks. But, I'm going to tell you guys, again, in case you missed it in the other episodes, my go-to money spell works every time. You just have to be open-minded. This was just in a few episodes back. You cannot go in with expecting large deposits instantly. You can't expect everything to come in all at once. It's going to be little by little here and there. Did one a couple weeks ago. And then I got a fucking email that, oh, hey, you have a $100 AT&T reward card. Claim it now. Okay. Sure. Like, that's real. It was. Got it in the mail. Like, I mean, these are things that are going to happen when you do this spell correctly and you fucking believe in it. If you don't believe in it, it's not going to work because it's your manifestation putting it out there. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to have it be strong enough to actually fucking work. So, before you do any of this shit, believe in yourself. Be clear and concise. Put your fucking energy into it. Put your powers into it or it's not going to do a fucking thing for you. Be open-minded. It's going to start small. It's never going to be, oh, hey, you just finished this money spell. Bam, you just won a million dollars. Because that's just not fucking logical, okay? Here we go. Very simple. I use a green candle. You can use whatever fucking candle you want. I carve a couple dollar signs into it. I use the same candle for this ritual. I will not use this candle for anything else. It's only for this. And I will reuse this candle until it's completely gone. Close your eyes. Light the candle. Light your candle first. Then close your eyes. Literally holding the candle. Envision money coming into you. Literally coming into your bank account. Coming into um, in the fucking mail. A check coming in. Finding money on the ground. Just envision money coming in left, right, and center. Just everywhere deposits, checks, cash, just envision money literally surrounding you. When you feel like you've just hit that golden jackpot of feeling good and like it's all coming in, you're going to say, golden rain, the magic is done, money come to me, harming none. Golden rain, the magic is done, money come to me, harming none. I'll repeat this a few times and just kind of, um, let my let my soul take over and on the last one that I feel and I don't count them it just it just happens naturally the very last one because you get in that zone where you're doing a spell and my body just knows when to stop so once I hit that last one I'll say it slowly and then I will blow this candle out and make sure I blow the smoke out as far as I can blow it out because I'm sending that manifestation out into the universe to go do its thing to bring the money back that is my main go-to fucking money spell. Um, I will seriously do it over and over and over and over again. I will continue to use that same candle uh, until it's completely gone. And I will even use that spell, like the incantation and the green spell with the money carved on it for um, a money spell jar 
or um, a money pouch, anything like that, I'm using that same incantation because it works for me. You want to change it to what works for you? Go for it. Don't forget, you are the one with the power. The words don't mean a fucking thing. The order they're in or the actual words, as long as you are clear in what you're wanting and you just add your fucking energy to it and believe in yourself, then you're going to get what you're looking for. But you can't go into it half-assed. You have to give it 100% or it's never going to work the right way that you want it to work. That's the only money spell I'm actually going to share with you guys because that's the only one that I feel confident sharing that I know works for a fact. Has always worked for me. Has always been very, very reliant. So I, um, I don't want to share others because I don't know how they work. I've not had any real success with any of the others working um, comfortably. Is that the word I want to use? Um, that is my go-to money spell. That literally every time pulls through for me. So that also brings us into the manifestation part of this section. I want to continue to carry on the the conversation of being clear, being strong, being confident, and being very, what's the word I'm looking for? Being very (laughs) um, conscious with your manifestations. So we have to understand that the universe takes things quite literally sometimes. She's got she's got jokes, okay? And she likes to show us that she's got some fucking jokes and a very wild sense of humor. So manifest things, we need to be very clear on them because otherwise you're going to get back some things that may not be what you're wanting, what you're needing, what you're truly trying to get. So we're manifesting no matter what it is, whether it be money, love, um, anything, a new job, a new car, uh, a house, a child, whatever it is, we have to make sure we are clear, we're concise, and we are following through on our end of it. We can't just, it's different from prayer. So with prayer, you, dear God, please let me have this. I've worked so hard. I really want this. And then you go about your day and you hope it shows up. With manifestations, it's very different because sometimes we have to hold up part of that bargain as well. It's it's, it's a mutual thing. We can't say we want to have all this wonderful luck and good things happen to us and go around acting like fucking dicks and assholes to people. That's not going to work. We're going to get taught a lesson instead. We are straight up going to be the universe's fucking teaching tool. We're going to be the poster boy for fucking karma to come through or whatever it is you believe in, but it's not going to work. You have to hold up your end of shit. So if you want money, you want to manifest money, you want to manifest it coming in, you can't go fucking blowing what you do have, acting like you're fucking a Rockefeller out here spinning shit left and right, and then being like, universe, give me more money, I need more money, I need to pay my bills, blah, blah, blah. We got to stop. I, I am fucking guilty of that majorly. I have a very bad online shopping problem. Um, not really. It's not like I need to go to like get help for anything, but I do like to shop a lot, and I wonder why I'm um, broke. But it is a give and take. It's with our manifestations. We can't manifest that we want to be completely done with somebody. We want them out of our lives. We want to 
you know, cut them off and then still be like stalking their fucking Facebook page or, or their social medias or, you know, checking in on them, things like that. We have to follow through with our part of it. So the biggest part of manifestation, and we're going to carry this throughout the whole fucking year. So whatever you got to do to remember these things, come back to this episode, take notes, whatever you need to do. We're carrying this vibe through the whole fucking year, through the whole fucking decade, for the rest of the fucking century, honestly. Like, let's go. Be clear and concise with what you want. Make it very clear what you want back out of this. Be confident. Have confidence in what you're saying. Say it with every bit of your soul, your being. Believe in yourself. Believe in your fucking powers. Believe in what you can fucking do. Follow through. Continue on with that. Continue manifesting it. Manifest that shit every day. Say it every fucking day if you need to do. And then do your part on the other side. Make sure you're doing what it takes to make that thing happen. To make it work. You can't, you know, I want a better job. You know, I want to raise and then call into work or be late every day and do a fucking shitty ass job. You're not going to fucking raise. You have to do your part. And this is a big part, a big problem that I see in manifestations and things not working because we are not following through and it's on us to do our part as well. So I think that's something that a lot of people just let kind of fall by the wayside. And I, again, I'm fucking guilty of that as well. I've done that more times than I care to admit, but it is what it is, unfortunately. Let's talk about creativity and creation and that side of us. Um, This, again, goes along with manifestation as well. We cannot be afraid to let our artistic, our creative, our imaginative imaginative side out. A lot of times we bury it because, again, we we are human and we worry about the consequences of people and the public and society, what they will think, what they will say, how they will act, how they will treat us, how things will be different. For instance, every Sunday, Travis and I order, like, brunch from this place. Every Sunday, religiously. He gets um, biscuits and gravy. He gets, like, the breakfast part. And I get <laughs> I get liver and onions. Um, I know people think it's fucking gross. I've been eating it since I was little. It's really good for me. I feel really fucking good when I eat it. Um, I'm anemic, so the iron is very good for me. It's a lot of protein, and I just feel really good. And it lasts for a few days like that. Um that feeling, that recharge of protein and energy in my body. Also, the fucking portions are so huge, I can cut that into three meals. So I have it for brunch. Sometimes I have it again for dinner, like I eat the leftovers. But a lot of times I'll just take it for lunch throughout the week for a couple days. So, And every Sunday when we go in and order, it is right after church. And the church crowd is in there getting their food and... They always, always, always stare. Um, it's gotten to where Travis is the one who usually goes and gets it because I'm getting shit ready or doing whatever. It's literally three blocks away. I mean, everything in Attica is like five or six blocks away. But it's um, a few blocks away. He goes and gets it. I get everything ready. We come back. We sit down. We, you know, watch a TV show as we eat and just enjoy our, our Sunday afternoon. And... One thing that happens every fucking Sunday, just like fucking clockwork, people stare. Like, absolutely judgmental, 
like crazy, staring, because we don't look like the church crowd that's in there. We wear all black, and we have tattoos, and, you know, Travis paints his fucking nails, and people just look at us weird. Even people that we've known our entire lives or whatever, when they're in the app, that atmosphere around other people like that and they've just walked out of that building they carry that judgment with them towards us not everybody but this specific crowd of people do unfortunately it is what it is we don't let it bother us but for so many years like many of you who spent years in the broom closet we did that because we worried about what people thought how we'd be treated how they would perceive us what they would think and that stifles our creativity in a lot of ways when we let our outer appearance match our inner feeling, our inner self, it's a decisiveness. I don't think that's the right word, but you know what I mean? That just opens up all these fucking doors and feelings and gateways and floods of fucking emotions come through because you feel like you look. You look like you feel. And that's a really amazing thing. Because not everybody gets to do that. Everybody can do that. They just are scared. And I get that. Same thing when it comes to our creative side. We stifle it out of fear of rejection. Fear of what people think. And that follows through a lot into our craft subconsciously. When we let that side out. When we open the floodgates. And, and just let that side of us out. Let our, our imagination. Our creativity just run fucking wild. It carries over into so many different things. You're going to notice once you start letting that that side just have control. You're going to see things in your craft start to change. You're going to start becoming more resourceful of things around you that you can use for spells or rituals or decoration or anything at all. You're just going to start seeing changes that you never really expected. You're going to look at objects in a completely different way because you've let your creative side have some fucking power and it's going to just alter so many aspects of your life and it's truly fucking amazing before I just kept everything buried down inside and my creative side just fucking struggled so fucking badly but ever since I let my inside match my outside and just let those creative powers have fucking control everything has been different in my entire fucking life like everything is different and I could not be happier I wouldn't be doing this podcast if not had I not opened that fucking floodgate I wouldn't have done this podcast I wouldn't have done any of the things that I've done and I truly am so very fucking thankful for the advice that I got from someone about opening that fucking floodgate letting your inside match your outside letting your creativity have some control and power in your life. So let's talk about some different things that we can do to open that up, shall we? So creative endeavors are really brought about by the most passionate parts of us. And it's really easy to see that passion come through when we open those gates and and let it out. And it's really amazing to kind of get in tune with that in many different ways for me one thing that really stuck with me was the Kenaz room and it is the one that looks kind of like a um a less than symbol it's um the basically 
an arrow without the line facing left. Uh, it's for creativity, passion, enlightenment. And it's one that, like I said, really stuck with me because it's a very simple sigil that's on a rune or rune. I mean, you can look at it either way. But it's it's a very simple design that really says a lot. If you look at it, it's pointing toward, you know, if it say it's pointing towards you with the point and then open up and all of this vast area is out there. All of it. And it's like opening up your floodgate of creativity and letting all of your vast, amazing, fucking creative, artistic, imaginative powers just flow freely. And who doesn't want that? It's fucking amazing. So I actually have um, the Kinaz tattooed on me uh, in a couple different spots, actually. And they're incorporated, and it's incorporated into um, a couple other tattoos as well. So it's it's in a lot of places, and it really reminds me to kind of let that fucking floodgate open and let shit blow out. A really wonderful way to boost your creativity is to find your Kinaz. Again, for me, it is begin as rune sigil you can pick whatever symbol that you associate with creativity um, it could be a symbol or sigil that you make of your own it can literally be anything that you um, choose to represent your creativity so this is a very 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 simple um, spell what I do is I carve that symbol into a candle usually I do a white one um, unless I am trying to do like open the creative floodgates for a specific thing like um, someone wants me to create like a, a very unique love spell for them or peace or something it just depends on what it is or it just depends on my fucking mood I'll pick a candle color that associates with that feeling or I'll just reach my fucking hand in one of my candle jars and grab one of a fucking candle out whatever color it is is what color we're doing today just depends on you, your mood, what you're trying to do, and who you are as a witch, and what you choose to do. Completely up to you. So whatever it is that you choose, take your candle, carve your sigil into it. And this should really be thought of as a, a way of lighting a torch of your creativity and really just magnifying your creative energies to let them let them go free into the world so what I do is I, I carve it in there and I I light the, the candle you can anoint some anoint it with some oil if you want it's clearly up to you however you want to do it sometimes I do sometimes I don't really just fucking depends on what kind of mood I'm in but I kind of just sit there I light the candle with the carving in it I let it burn I close my eyes and I just envision literally releasing a fucking lever, a gate falls, and I will literally visualize all kinds of amazing things just flowing out like water. Artwork and and just anything, anything creative, like just, I can't even describe what fucking flows through that gate in my mind because it's so full of so many different things. Whatever you need to do, to visualize that whatever it is it makes you feel like you're in touch with your creative side is what you need to visualize and this isn't something that you're going to sit down do right away and be like oh 
got it, I'm good, and that be your thing every time. It's going to take time because our brains aren't wired to release that control. We constantly feel like if we aren't in control, we're not doing the right thing. Letting go of things is incredibly hard. Releasing that control is definitely something hard. It's hard to give up that power, but we're going to give over that power to our subconscious. So take the time, close your eyes, visualize that floodgate opening, and things just fucking flowing through like a motherfucker. Once you have really felt like all the creative juices are flowing, you're feeling good, relax for a few moments, let it just fill the air and just really envelop yourself in that feeling of imagination and creativity and just surrounded by amazing, wonderful, beautiful things. And then when you're ready, you're going to blow the candle out and blow that manifestation with the smoke out into the universe to bring back your confidence and your creativity. It is a really wonderful feeling when you really open that up. And I think it is um, something that I, I'm so glad that I came across and started doing because it really has made a lot of uh, difference in my life ever have a difficult task that you really don't want to do but you have to do this could be in your craft it could be in your um, mundane world it could be literally in anything have a task that just kind of like ugh, sucks you don't want to do it you just are dreading it because it's either stupid it's hard it's just boring as fuck or whatever go to scent magic Literally, I'm telling you. I don't know what it is about this, but it just works amazingly for me. So take an incense stick or cone or whatever. It usually depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But I'll grab one that really, like I gotta smell them first. And then I will pick one that really gives me an energy boost. Makes me feel like, alright, we're ready to grow. Because a lot of the incense that I burn are very calming and relaxing. But I have a few that are like get up and go and... and you know, do things and make shit happen. And honestly, it depends on my mood at the time as to what's going to make me feel that way. But whatever it is that you need, whatever smell that you associate with taking charge and, and being in control and, and kicking ass, light that incense. Light it. Let it burn. Close your eyes. Focus your mind on the task at hand that you have to do. Set a plan in your head and get a visualization of you taking the steps to complete this task that sucks ass that you don't want to fucking do. Once you've reached that spot and the incense is done, take that motivation you've got going, take that plane you just built and go for it. I know it sounds very simple, very stupid, but I'm telling you it works fucking wonders. It is a absolute game changer and makes shit really just motivated like big time motivated all right i went way longer in the beginning than i expected so we are going to go ahead and take a little break and then we come back we're going to talk about um a plan that we can set for the different sabbaths that we have coming up for the year and really kind of um set out a a blueprint really a plan so that we are prepared ahead of time and get ourselves uh ready to go and, and all set because again 
2024 is about preparation, self-confidence, self-love, self-care, the year of the witch. Like, we're kicking ass this year, and, and January is literally the time that we are setting the vibe for the whole fucking year. Like, this is it. This is what's happening for the year. We're, we are, uh, we're gonna kill it, and we're, we're setting it all right now and getting it laid out. So we're gonna make plans for the wheel of the year, um, kind of talk about those, and yeah, I'm excited. So we'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. All right, so let's talk about some things that we can do now to be prepared for some of the Sabbaths coming up. Uh, the first one that is coming, um, actually in a few, like next week, I think, in Bulk. And I know forever I pronounce it embolic, and I still do. Um, you guys know that I mispronounce fucking words all the time, and it is what it is. Um, because they're so nice, and you don't, like, give me shit about it, and I appreciate that. So this holiday really celebrates a journey out of the dark and into the light of spring. It is a time to honor the sun coming back. It falls halfway between uh, the winter solstice and the spring equinox. It's just a time of renewal and happiness to know that the light is coming, the warm is coming, uh, things are on the way to being brighter and better days. So what I think we could do to celebrate this is honor the sun. And you could do this in any way that you feel uh, drawn to, which we'll do an episode um, about this in a few days, a whole episode on the Sabbath. But I think it's really important to really understand this year it's going to be more about doing what works for you um, again I can literally sit here and read off spells direction by direction incantation word for word for word but if you don't feel it it's not going to mean a fucking thing so as you prepare out your plan for the sabbaths for the year we're just going to focus on the main objection of it and then I want you to really put your soul into it put what you feel into it really find the passion in it that really makes you feel involved, makes you feel connected, that gives you that bond that only you can describe or decide what makes that happen. For me, I'd honor the sun by a little color magic. I'd add a little yellow into my altar, um, maybe some into my clothing uh, with accent pieces. I want to do things that are going to make me think summer, think me make me think spring, make me think of the sun and on the way. I'll do some um, sun energy charging, some sun crystal energy charging. Um, Instead of, you know, charging my crystals in the moon, I'll charge them in the sun. Uh, Maybe make some sun water, a lot of different things. Um, One of the old, old, old books I had, they were talking about how this is also a Catholic holiday uh, that celebrated, or I'm sorry, a Celtic holiday that was tied to the celebration of Catholicism, uh, or Catholicism, how the fuck do you pronounce it? 
Catholicism of St. Bridget. And so a lot of times they would make a doll, uh, a St. Bridget doll, in celebration. And then in this book, they suggested swapping that with a puppet instead of yourself to bring out positive change. So that's something I really think is really cool to do if you want to do that. It's um, a great way to really tie yourself into the holiday and to get yourself more involved and be able to control a lot of things because you control what you're doing with that poppet. So you may take a poppet and fill it with all kinds of things that make you happy, um, things that symbolize happiness and joy and anything like that to you and, and put inside the poppet to really tie your good intentions and positivity to it for the holiday. Again, uh, do what's going to work best for you. I have made a uh, embolic poppet before. Um, I'm pretty sure the cat, it was a different cat at that time because it was a long time ago. Pretty sure she tried to eat the motherfucker, so um, that was my fault for leaving it out, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, as we carry on into the next Astara, <coughs> the spring equinox, this is a time of, <coughs> excuse me, renewal and fertility and new growth and balance between day and night and basically emerging from the cold and the winter and just embracing the, the, the sun and the wonderful warmth that comes from all of this. So this is a, again a time I would also again pay tribute to the sun. I would honor the sun. I would do things to really focus on the balance part of it all. Make sure that I am keeping up with positivity, finding the balance in things. This is a great time to um, do a reminder to really check in on yourself, your work-life balance, um, your work-home-life balance, is what I was trying to say, sorry, your mundane witchcraft life balance, and if you have a good one, they are equal, um, and if you have an amazing one, they are the same because you are in both worlds. Um, not trying to brag in any way, shape, or form, but I have reached that spot and it is fucking amazing. And I I love it. Um, sometimes mundane life still does kind of outweigh things, but I'm able to put my witchy side into everything I do now and I really, really enjoy that. So this may be a time to, um, to honor the balance and the sun in ways that again connect with you one of the really cool things to do is um make like a stained glass or like i don't know what you call this it's like a sun catcher in a way i don't know if that's what they're called or not that just sounds weird it sounds off but the sun catcher is like you're you're showing an honor to it you're showing love and respect for the sun maybe you do something along those lines uh May we do something to honor um, the solar deity Helios, the sun god. Um, definitely do some things to spruce up your altar for spring and really show that warm welcoming appreciation for the return of the heat and the sun and all the wonderful things that we gain from this reminder of the fresh star and the, and the balance and the fertility. It's time of growth, and this is also a wonderful, wonderful time for 
personal growth. It's a check-in, really. It's a time to kind of check in on yourself and and your progress of all the different things. I, for one, get super excited during this time because I can really see all of the amazing opportunities that are coming ahead. It's like once that that warm first warm day hits and you start to feel like that tingly feeling of all of the opportunities coming and all of the wonderful opportunities and I just thought the word blessings that we're going to be having coming up is really amazing. I cannot wait to go out and to just be outside with Mother Nature and connect with her again. And it's like the spring equinox is like that major point of, hey, we're here. Like, it's time. We're we're ready to, to really embrace everything, even though we still have a little way to go. I mean, March 21st is still very chilly out, and it's still got a lot of, um, you know, things to work through. And we're going to have that fake, that fake out um, summer, and then it's going to cold again. But it, it brings hope, and it brings just inspiration for things to come spring cleaning is also really important Um, as we've talked in the past we're not just spring cleaning our home we're spring cleaning our soul and that is a really important thing to do especially this year since it is the year of self-care spring cleaning out our soul and all the negative shit chuck that shit in the bucket bucket you guys we're carrying that bucket this year everywhere we go and we're going to dump it often because we're we're done carrying baggage and shit that we don't need we're tired We are overworked emotionally of all the shit that drains us and we're getting rid of all kinds of shit. We're making this the best fucking year ever and I'm literally laying out the blueprint here as to how the fuck to do it. So, um, again, make the alterations that you need. Make it fit to you, you know, fit you. Tailor this shit to fit you perfectly. Uh, But these are just some suggestions to get your, your brain flowing and get the creative juices going here. Beltane, May Eve, some of the most amazing things that I have created have came on this actual Sabbath. Because this is a time, um, it happens, so it occurs on April 30th, usually. Sometimes it's May 1st. I have to go look at it. I'm really bad with fucking dates. I'm sorry. I really am. You guys know this. But Beltane is when your, your transitional energy is literally at its fucking highest. You know, we've planted the seeds. You know, and our ideas are growing. Our manifestations have been set. Everything is growing. And, you know, this this Sabbath, this holiday is all about keeping momentum and keeping things going. And really just getting things in motion and keeping them active and watering them to grow further. And this is about maintaining that constant nourishment that it needs. And this, this is for us, too. So this is a time to really... Again, check in on your progress, your growth. Make any alterations that you need to do to your plan. This probably sounds just like an episode we had before about, um, you know, growth and checking and, and going back in different phases of things. But it's true. It, it follows through with everything. And that, again, that's the wonderful thing with witchcraft. So many things tie together and the same blueprint works for so many different things because nature nature and mother nature and the universe have given us these wonderful gifts and 
it's like the instruction book is just in our heads and we just have to open our minds and let it go but also the instructions are universal i hope all this makes sense it does in my head so one of the best things that i really really like to do during this time is kind of celebrate where i'm at and this is by making my own pentagram with uh, like a really cool additions i guess i, I don't even know the right words um we're going to charge it. We're going to make a kind of like a wreath for your front door, but different. I know it sounds so dumb. I've made several. Um, I've, I've really not shown them because they're not that pretty, but they make me happy. So this year I'll do one. Um, I'll probably make a video of it and show it. It's not going to be pretty, so please don't judge it, but it makes me happy. And I do it from different... Uh, twigs or herbs or just different parts of nature literally once the snow melts and all that cold is gone there's there's sticks all over there's different things everywhere so i like to take the sticks the twigs and make my own pentagram and add my own things to it i'll add uh, sprigs of different herbs uh, obviously i haven't grown a whole lot that are are going to be big enough by April 30th or, you know, I'll tell you whatever. Uh, so I'll go to a store. Like, I have to go to Lafayette, though, which is like 30 minutes away to even get this shit. But I'll add things from nature, which herbs are still from nature, to it to kind of make it an offering in honor of Mother Earth and the universe for giving us all these wonderful gifts and these magical fucking powers. And this is my way of taking the things from Mother Earth, making something amazing out of it. Again, it's not beautiful because I'm just, I'm still trying to get down the right process where it looks pretty, but it makes me happy. And then I add crystals to it, and I like to kind of add in my own little manifestations in there. I've even been known to write down little things, little manifestations on paper and kind of tuck them into it, you know? I think that it kind of adds to the power that we're giving it and it really makes things feel more unique in a way. Again, I know it's not pretty, but it makes me so fucking happy to make it and and have it here so i'll show it this year i really will i promise it, it'll be um it'll be nice but again you don't have to make a pentagram you can make a wreath you can make anything you want you can literally just bring a fucking stick in from outside put it on your altar throw a crystal on it and call it a day i cannot stress enough how important it is to alter it and tailor these things to yourself i'm giving you suggestions i'm giving you my thoughts, my ideas, things I do, but I really think that you guys would be able to to feel my joy and understand that that amazement that you get when you start really just focusing on your own powers and your own happiness and throwing that into your craft and making it your own way. I know when you first start out, a lot of people I was the same way. I wanted to do everything by the book. I didn't want to fuck up. 
we had people telling us, you know, if you weren't born in Salem, you're not a real witch, or you don't have it in your blood, blah, 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 blah. And everybody telling you how you weren't doing this right, or you weren't doing that right, or that's not how you do this, you know, it's not how you do that. And it's like, you know, it it's really upsetting because it really holds people back from reaching their full potential when they're told over and over if you're not doing this right or you're not doing it this way or that way they're not doing it right and it's just not fair just because you do something different from other witches doesn't make you any less of a witch or make them any more of one and that's why I'm always constantly reminding you guys to put your own spin on it go with your gut go with what you feel listen to your fucking instincts and do what works best for you because you are the one who's doing the craft. It's your magic, your spell, your path. I can tell you again, word for word for word, but it's not going to mean a fucking thing if you don't feel it. And once you just relinquish that control and let your, your own body, your own powers, your own subconscious take over, it's scary at first, but it's such an amazing feeling and an amazing sight to see all of your wonderful work come through and just be fucking awesome. Let's move on to the summer solstice. Litha, if you will. So it is the longest day of the year and it draws most of its practices from the sun. There are a lot of things like bonfires or barbecues or different parties outside, pool parties, like all things outside celebrating the sun and the heat and all the wonderment. There are a lot of different things that you can do for the summer solstice that are going to just be an amazing tribute. But for me, the most important thing that I do on the summer solstice I know it's gonna sound fucking crazy oh my god <coughs> excuse me it's going out outside I try to go out into the woods or to the forest we're not like it's called a forest around here but I try to go out to some wooded area or out on the water and meditate and just let go of everything and let mother nature speak to me. I have done so many different celebrations for so many Sabbaths over the years, but I'm telling you, there's something about connecting with mother earth, with nature on this particular day that just has a fucking lasting impact walk barefoot out there and just connect with her and I swear it's like you can feel mother earth coming through your feet and the powers of the universe coming through your head and your hands and just meeting in the middle of your body and just giving you the supercharged fucking power that lasts for so long again we're all going to be different we're all going to have different things but this is the one ritual that I make sure I do every year on the summer solstice. Litha is one of my favorites because I just love that feeling. The power that you get from that 
the connection of earth and universe and nature and your magic, everything in there just combining together is fucking indescribable. And I feel like it also makes a little bit more of a magical thing for the moon because it's like the return of the moon. So I like to go out at night as well because it is the longest day. So it's the shortest night, obviously. And it means the moon's coming back and we're going to get more time to spend with the moon. As much as I love the sun and I love having her out, him out and all the warmth and the wonderful things that the sun provides, I miss the moon. I miss that we don't get to see that much of her because I'm usually asleep. I go to bed like right before or, you know, shortly after the sun goes down and the moon comes up. But I, I miss that. I yearn for that connection with the moon. And the summer solstice is a time where, you know, you start to see she's she's going to return soon. So it, it's a wonderful, wonderful fucking Sabbath to have that, that connection on all sides with. Next we have Lunasa, so I'm called Lamas. Your preference, I mispronounce both of them all the fucking time. This usually occurs halfway between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. And this is really a celebration of like the first crops of the harvest and really the first celebration of preparing for the upcoming winter. Um, we're starting to see the fruits of our labor and all the wonderful things coming through. For me, this is the time to celebrate those things, to celebrate the hard work and all of the wonderful things that we have gotten in return for that hard work and everything that has been done this summer. This is also for me, I feel like an amazing time to be thankful for farmers. Um, I really feel like this is a time to really stop and observe and take into consideration how much work these farmers put in for us to even enjoy the things, half the things that we do have in life because almost everything comes from, like everything we eat, 90% of that shit comes from a farm in some way, shape, or form. Even shit like that takes like cornmeal or flour, you know, things like that. It's all grown. Wheat even. Like shit is grown. Farmers are, make this shit. They grow this so we can have things. Fabric or clothing, cotton, hemp, things like that. It all comes from farmers. And I think that it's a great time to show the appreciation to them. So a lot of times for uh, the Sabbath, one of my, one of my I really make sure I always do is bake something in honor of all the, the nights that they've sacrificed with their families, the time they spent, you know, making sure everything's right and being out there and doing the things, putting in that hard work to make sure that we have food and not, you know, directly, obviously, but through ingredients for companies, blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is they're providing food to our tables and I think it's really important to honor that. So I always like to bake something. And usually, you know, August is uh, not a wonderful time to have the oven on in the house because it's hot as fuck. But I still do it because I feel like it's the least I can do in an honoring moment. Will they ever know that I do that in their honor? No. But I feel like it's still something I do personally. And it makes me very happy to 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 show that gratitude and that happiness towards everything that um, that they've done and all the wonderful fruits of labor that we've brought in for it. I also really, really enjoy um, 
just doing a little fire scrying at this point in time. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but it is a time where I like to kind of get a good look ahead, like a, a good look into the future of what is to come for the upcoming winter. Um, I know nobody wants to think of winter in August, but it's coming inevitably, and I uh, I like to get that glimpse ahead. Fire scrying is one of my favorite things to do, no matter what time of year it is. There could be a candle burning um, just for scent in my home, and I'm going to scry through that fire no matter what, because I fucking love fire scrying. You can see so many amazing things. You can just let your fucking imagination run wild. And it truly is an amazing way to connect and to see things. Yeah. Next we have the Autumn Equinox or Maven. This is a really fun time as well that also can turn into a rough time. So, you know, you know, the majority of the will of the year is focused on bringing more light into the fold and, you know, all the wonderful things that we really truly cherish of the bounty that light brings and on warmth mostly. Um, but this is a time to really prepare and get ready for the beckoning of the cold, dark months of winter that are ahead. But that also triggers another thing. Along with darkness comes shadows. So Maven is a really wonderful time to do some shadow work. It's a reminder to kind of check in on the shadow work that you've done in the past and to kind of get yourself in check. Now, as we talked before about shadow work, there are a lot of times that that work that we do, it works great, things are wonderful, and, you know, we work through a lot of shit, but then you still later have things come up and you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And it's because they didn't necessarily come up right away. Because they're very fucking deep as fuck. And unfortunately, that happens quite often. Um, I wish it wasn't, but the deeper the trauma, the deeper the shadow, the darker it is, the deeper it's fucking buried. And it takes work. So shadow work is not something you do once and you're done. It's something you continue to do. A lot of times we have to uncover different traumas and different events to get to the main trauma that is buried even fucking deeper. But it's like a snowball. And we are, or like, um, what's the word? I don't want to say snowball. It's like, um, like a ball of yarn. I don't even know if that's the right word, but you got to keep unraveling it to get to the center. It's not always fun. It's a lot of hard work. But maybe it is a wonderful time to use as a check-in spot for your shadow work to see where you're at, to kind of reevaluate, to go back and look at things, and just, you know, prepare yourself for the things to come. Next, we have Samhain or Halloween. Y'all, I don't even have to tell y'all how to celebrate this because, you know, I do big old fucking episodes on it every year. We talk about it. It is our, it's our fucking holiday. One of the most important things I will say that I like to do on um, Salon is I really like to honor the ones that we've lost, our loved ones. Um, 
you know, we've, we've done a dumb supper. We've done a lot of different things to connect with our loved ones. That veil's thin as fuck during that time, and it's a great time to really just um, connect and honor. So that is my one and only tip I'm really going to give you guys for Samhain, because everybody really does that on their own, their own thing with it. It is our fucking holiday. But just kind of keep in mind, it's a good time to honor those that you've lost and those that you love and, and try to connect with them because fails then, so it's kind of perfect timing. And finally, we come to Yule or the winter solstice. We just had this last month. Uh, we went over all the things. Again, this is, you know, the shortest day of the year, and it's the darkest day. Um, it's not the best <laughs> time for, you know, sun lovers, but it is, it's getting on its way. The one thing I will say um, that I find most important for Yule, the one big thing, and I, I think I explained this most time about our celebrations, is love. For me, this is the Sabbath to show love and appreciation to my family, to my friends, to the people who have been there, the people who I spent the year with in the most wonderful ways, the people who brought me the most joy, the people who have been there and support the good and bad throughout the year. And that is how I celebrate by giving them gifts in honor of my appreciation for them. So that is, um, my big way, my big ritual that I do. Uh, I know that as we went on through the Sabbath, they weren't necessarily spells. They were more um, ideal concepts for different things. But you guys know I always do big um, episodes on each of the Sabbaths anyway. We always talk about them here long. But I really wanted to kind of include them in uh, as we're talking about our you know, spell work for self-growth for the year. I just kind of want to add them in because I want to keep your mind thinking of year-long terms here. Year-long and longer. Um, we're wrapping up the whole, you know, we're wrapping up January. And again, I just want to stress how important it is that we continue this momentum on through the year. We carry this vibe with us. Whenever we feel like we're, we're struggling and we're, we're going in that rut with our craft, we need to pull ourselves out go back go back to you know the beginning and remind yourself of what got you where you are what have you been working on to get yourself so into a happy place into a good spot and just keep going and get stronger and stronger with your your self-care your self-love your motivation whatever it is that makes you happy and keeps you there that's what you need to do so uh next week's episode will be different we're gonna start going back into a lot more uh, pretty cool fun stuff um, i got a few different episodes planned i'm not really sure which way i'm gonna go yet i will know soon but yeah so that's it for now i hope you guys have an amazing day week month year remember stay positive self-care self-love self-promotion confidence confidence let your magic side out show the world who the fuck you are and if someone or something doesn't spark you joy, chuck them in the pocket bucket because we are done with that bullshit. All right? I love you guys all. Bless me. Bye!